in September 2005. <coughs> Mr. Valero had been on the run from New Mexico authorities for nine years for the murder of Selena Maria Cedillo in Albuquerque. I am very grateful to my counterpart, uh, Gonzalez, for her help in, in the arrest of this murderer. Attorney General Madrid worked with the Rule of Law Project to facilitate this week's forum. Rafael Herrera, Rule of Law Advisor in Mexico City, says Mexico and the United States realize the two countries have organized crime rings in common. We have to learn how to deal with those people who are interested in combating um, organized crime rings. And um, I think that uh, the ambassador, Tony Garza, and, and also USAID, has realized that the best way of doing that is developing strong and healthy relationships between the two countries. Cooperation between the Mexican and U.S. governments is a more viable way to combat crime in both countries and keep the border between them safe, according to many attending the forum in Albuquerque this week, rather than constructing walls between them. For Free Speech Radio News, I'm Leslie Clark in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You've been listening to Free Speech Radio News. I'm Cheryl Canugo, sitting in for Ada Bogado. This is war to extermination. Fight cell by cell through bodies and mind screens of the earth. Souls rotten from the orgasm drug. Flesh shuddering from the ovens. Prisoners of the earth come out. Storm the studio. Burt metal smell of interplanetary war in the raw noon streets, swept by screaming glass blizzards of enemy flak. Shift linguals, free doorways, cut word lines, photo falling, word falling, breakthrough in gray room, towers, open fire. Citizen, you are listening to WCBN FM in Ann Arbor. Tilt, blast, pound, stab, strap, kill. Pilot K-9, you are cut off. Back. Return to base immediately. Ride music beam back to base. Stay out of that time, Black. All pilots, ride pan pipes back to base. What are we doing in here? Dan, get off my foot. There are hangers everywhere, Christy. And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets are for clothes. Closets Are For Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. (laughs) We're here, we're on, Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3, Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal, thanks for joining us. Let's go. Hey. Hi. Hi. It's actually Christy and Meredith, and Dan is looking for parking. We hope it's, you come soon, we Dan. Hope I hope you find soon. I had a hard time, too. I didn't. I park illegally. I know. I saw that. <laughs> I was jealous. <laughs> it's always whoever, which one of us gets here first, gets that spot. And I got that spot. It's uh, Wednesday, March 1st. Happy birthday, Danielle. Oh, happy birthday, Danielle. Yeah. I didn't know that. Today is her birthday. She's Hmm. 32. Exciting. That's kind of a cool age, I think. It's an interesting age. I don't know when, I don't know it is. I'm going to be 32 in two weeks, so. Oh, that's exciting, too. It is. It is. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's getting cold out there again. I don't like that. Damn it. (laughs) I'm not happy about that. But I'm good. I'm just, you know... Trying to, I don't know what am I. Oh, I was trying to avoid the punchki yesterday. That, that yeah. was my quest. Yeah, because I don't. I eat them, and I'm. I think it's that I haven't had quality punchki. You've not. I've not either recently. So I'm always. I'll eat it, and then I'll think, Why did I eat that? That was gross. It leaves this weird film yeah. in my mouth. And then, yeah, there are a lot of knockoff punchkis. Yeah. Primarily are, by the supermarket. Yes, and that is what seems to abound. There. <laughs> 
they're plentiful, the bad punchki. Mm-hmm. The good punchki, not so plentiful. Not so plentiful. So here's a good punchki walking there in right now. Our favorite punchki. <laughs> <laughs> the, they're just, yeah, I hear you. So. I actually bought some last week and was disappointed and decided and that I wasn't going to make an effort to get any to yesterday. I've lived here for almost 10 years now and I've yet to have a good punchki. Well, we live too far west. Yeah. I think that might we be the case. We get a little closer to Detroit, especially like northeast-ish area mm-hmm. of Detroit. We so can get a good punchki. We can get a good punchki there. Maybe I'll, I'll put that on my list of things to do before I leave for law school. There you go. Get a punchki. Well, you can't because you're leaving for law school by the end of summer, oh, right? that's right. You can only Darn get punchkis until yesterday for like well, the two weeks prior to Fat Tuesday. Then after that. Okay. Next year. Well, you can also probably, I'm guessing, you could order them. You think so? I think you could. Do you think punchkis travel well? I don't know. I mean, you can order bagels from New York City. Why That's can't true. you order punchkis from Hamtramck? <laughs> That's very true. I'm, I'm just saying. So how are things with you, Christy? Things are good. You know, I, we have a bathroom in our house that has the dwindles. It's like, it's just starting to fade. Like... What does that mean exactly? Well, I'll explain. First, it started when my nephew was living with us and he ripped the shower out of the wall. We got the, it was a total accident. He was not being a little jerk. It was, you know, he was being nine and not paying attention to his fine motor skills and (laughs) things like that. So we had that repaired immediately because, you know, we couldn't, taking a bath to get clean is really hard. Mm-hmm. When you're a grown up. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was the first thing. You feel that like happened. you're just festering in your own. Dirt. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you can't really get enough water in there to like dilute your filth, you know, <laughs> to feel comfortable with. It's bad, right? So that was that started. Then um, the I went to replace the um, toilet paper holder things that stick out of the wall, and. Yeah, I couldn't because the guy who used to own our house had attached the ones that he'd put in there with the world's longest screw. Oh, my gosh. And I had to actually rip it off of my wall. So now there's a big (laughs) hole. And you see, we don't use our toilet paper dispenser anyway because we have a cat who likes to eat toilet paper. Mm. And if we used it, she would spin it all and eat it all. And so we don't actually use it, but we also don't want a big hole where it should be. So then that happened. Do you only have one bathroom? We have two. We have one and a half. Oh, okay. So we only have one that has a shower bathtub in it. Um, Then um, I was... I can't remember what I was doing. Something involving the mirror. I don't remember what it was, but as I was doing it, it was way up high in the mirror. I knocked the light fixture loose. It's one of those long (laughs) light fixtures with many bulbs in it, you know, like Mm -hmm. a movie star thing. I knocked it loose and I cannot figure out how to get it back on. Don't know. Um... What other weird things are going on? Then this this past weekend, this is kind of the oh the other thing I I it's actually the very first thing it started with is I tried to recock it and I failed. I'm a bad cocker. Not only am I a bad cocker, but the hole I was trying to cock the gap very large. Like the guy who hung the tile didn't really know what he was doing. So uh. there's a large gap. There's backer board in there. It's gross. The, wow. Like, the caulking job only draws attention exactly. to how bad the tile is, is hung. And in the process of doing the caulk, um, I chipped the porcelain on the tub. So oh, my goodness. You're really that not happened. having a good time in this bathroom. I'm, I'm telling you, it's got the dwindles. It's fading, this bathroom. In addition to all of this, about two weeks after we moved into the house, this is perhaps the beginning of it. I dropped a glass bottle in the sink in the bathroom and cracked it. It's cracked all the way through from the edge to the to the faucet. Okay, so this past weekend, I'm laying in bed on Saturday morning and I'm like, what is that noise? What is that? Why is there water running? It's like 5 a.m. What the heck? So I got up and the toilet is running. And so I can't figure I jiggle the handle and jiggle the handle some more. I cannot figure it out. I finally, I took the lid off the tank, 
the bulb thing, the uh-huh. ball. I think it's called the ball cock, actually. Yes, it is. Which is a fun thing to say. Yeah, um, this whole conversation is been. I have to intervene. Exactly. <laughs> um, the big cock to be able to cock her to be able to the yes. Um, so it has a crack in it, so it's filling with water and it won't float. So, because it won't float, the toilet just keeps running and running and running. Oh so, every time word. we flush the toilet, we have to open the lid and lift the ball cock out of there. So, it doesn't fill with water. And, but we have to do it gently, right? Because if you do it too hard, it'll just bounce back down. Right? Wow. So, do it gently and then take your finger off. And so, we've instituted the rule, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, fresh. Oh, my brown. gosh. So, you don't have to do that all the time. Well, Danielle is pregnant and goes pee like 18 times in a day. Right. So, we can't just, we can't always follow the if it's yellow, mellow right. rule. Right, right. Then we'll have a big wad of toilet paper mm-hmm. in there. So all of this half is with our bathroom. We're having somebody, a friend of ours come tomorrow to come talk to us about making all these repairs to this oh bathroom. Oh, windows. But it's just sort of like I really have begun to feel like the bathroom has become like the house in the money pit. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like uh-huh. if it can go wrong in there, it's going to. Exactly. Right. It absolutely is. Oh, it's exactly. absolutely going to. Well, in our other bathroom, we almost, we had another problem. Saturday night, one of our cats threw up, and we cleaned it, and Danielle actually cleaned it up, and she threw <laughs> a big wad of toilet paper um, with vo- cat vomit in it in the toilet and then flushed it in our other bathroom. Well, it was too large. It was big, it was a fur ball. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a big wad of toilet paper. It just got lodged oh, in there. Oh my gosh. And sh- there she's standing, you know, seven and a half months pregnant. Oh my god Oh <laughs> what? wow. Oh, she it was right, right, right. Uh huh. And <clears throat> and she tells me what's going on. I was like, Well turn the water off and she's like I don't, I don't know how. And if it later came out that she just wanted me to do it. Oh like, oh oh she knew how but right. she didn't Exactly. Well, it actually flooded really bad, and we were very thankful that um, our it was our downstairs bathroom, which is on a concrete block. It's not. Oh, If it was upstairs bathroom, we'd have had like drywall damage. Yes. But this just we got one of our carpets wet. We've just been running a dehumidifier in there, and. But what about the walls? Uh, it didn't uh, come up high. Oh, oh, okay. It didn't go above the baseboard. Oh, okay. Although it did get under the pergo floor, which uh, is downstairs. But okay. we just, again, just ran the dehumidifier and it sort of dried all up. And it's okay. just concrete under there. So, okay. Or cement or whatever they put mm-hmm, under a house. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not going to dam- get damaged. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of making sure that it, like the carpet pad doesn't stay wet. The underside of the pergo doesn't stay wet so that it... You don't you know, have a problem. We don't later. have mold later. Right. Oh yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm. See- it's the money pit, is what it is. Well, that boy. didn't actually cost any money, but the upstairs bathroom is totally. But still, I mean, it could have. Like, there could have been damage to the floor. There could have been right. damage to the. If you had rugs down, I mean, I was just thinking of it. If it starts going underneath the drywall, when you got the bottom part, you gotta. Yeah. To take care of. Yeah. Well, and some of that would be covered by homeowners insurance. Okay. Um. But. But still. But still, who wants to deal with that? Right, right. Oh, exactly. And then have to prove it. Yes, exactly. Right, right. That it. W- oh yeah. my gosh. So, that's how. And I'm all doing. of this when you ha- you just finished uh, taking care of putting the ba- baby's room together. Yes. Well, it's painted finally, which is why I wasn't here last week. I totally forgot what time it was. I didn't. There's no clock in an empty room. Right. right uh huh. And I wasn't wearing a watch or anything. That's why I totally. I all. I came out of the room to get a drink of water, and I was like. Oh my God! It's five minutes to six. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> it was totally. A, I was Jeremy. For oh, a oh, 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 hello. Oh, he knows how we feel. Yeah. I'm not saying anything oh. he doesn't know. Yes, you didn't feel Meredith and I mentally calling you saying, "Christy." I did. Wow, that would come out really well, did it? This cold is something. That's probably why I didn't hear it. Right. Yes. Exactly. No, I didn't. Wow. I, I was so consumed. There's a lot of, there's some detailed painting in the room. So ah, okay. I think I was just sort of consumed by that. Oh, wow. It's exciting. Yes. It is exciting. And wow, I ordered the crib today. Wow, seven and a half today. months pregnant. 
Yeah, well, 30 and a half weeks is actually what she's what we're at. Okay. It's a weird... See, the weeks thing, don't, I don't understand. The, week, the weeks are, do, does not coincide with, with months. the months. Mm-hmm. You're oh. pregnant, actually. You're not pregnant for nine months. Well, you would never be pregnant. But oh, okay. You're pregnant for... I'm trying, though. Tri- I'm trying to make babies. I know babies. you're trying. Exactly. Um, it, you're pregnant, actually, for 40 weeks. So it's... It's nine full months, all, you know what I'm oh, saying? And okay. there's no month zero. Okay. So you're not a month pregnant. You know, you don't start out a, n- a month pregnant. Okay. If that makes sense. It's sort of like the year 2000 was the end of the previous millennium, not the beginning of the next millennium, because there's no year zero. Sorry, okay. Am I getting a little too... But aren't anyway. you, full of, like, a full nine months... It is. It's complete nine months. But you start months, at zero. But you start yeah. at zero, so it's 40 weeks, which is why when I say she's seven and a half months pregnant, okay. um, we still have over two months to go. Right. Oh, is that why? I was just, boy, Meredith has bad math. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Me? Gotcha. Well, you, you said you have two months to go. Right. And I was like, but seven and a half from right. nine is one and a half. So I thought, well, yeah. okay. Right. We have over two yeah. months because we won't have eight weeks for a week and a half. Okay. Well, yes, so we have nine and a half weeks left to go. Wow. Goodness. Holy moly. A spring baby. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. And today is Daniel's birthday. Yeah. mentioned briefly. <gasps> That's right. And I was going to, like, I was going to see if we were going to call, um, because it's also Greg's birthday. Oh, that's right. Greg's birthday is the same as exactly. And I thought Danielle's, we should just call him that. and see if, uh, if he's at, uh, on the air and see if he, uh, um, cities around. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be cool to wish, wish Greg a happy birthday. But anyway, birthday. we do want to wish Danielle a happy yeah. birthday. Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack no, no, you no, on no, your no, uh, no. birthday wishes. No, it's cool. I already so, wow. Does birthday. she, does he like, does she like birthdays? She's sort of indifferent. Oh, okay. I mean, she likes to have something special happen and, but she's like, I'm crazy about my birthday. I want a party. I want hats. I want like, <laughs> yes. cra- always. Uh, like I'm almost 32, and every year that's what I want for my birthday. It's not; it doesn't change. That's right. Uh-huh. It's always the same. She's like, well, let's just we can go out to dinner, whatever. Ah. She's very. I mean, she's just. Yeah. She was like mature when she was eight. Oh know? wow. She was like, and I've been with her for a long time now, and she's before she turned 30. For the five years before she turned 30 that we were together, she was 30. She would tell people, yeah, I'm 30. Oh, okay. Like, she's mature. Gotcha. I'm not wow. so much. Yeah. And so I you get me a li- both. Yeah, I get a little excited about a birthday, mm-hmm. and she's like, whatever. I love other people's birthdays, too, mm-hmm. equally. I mean, that's I the thing. It's like, oh! It's not just mine. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, what can we do? It's just like, uh, one of the things that we can talk about later, too, is that I have a nephew's birthday coming up, and um, apparently he's taking us feather bowling, and I've never feather done... Bowling. Feather bowling? Feather bowling. I've never heard of this before, so I'm kind of interested to find out. Well, I'm sad we got to call somebody, because now I know how to know what feather bowling well, is. it's a good tease. It is. There we go. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Definitely. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back from that break, we're going to be talking to Stephanie from the Triangle Foundation about the Lesbian and Gay Comedy Fest. So stick around for that. Yes, exactly. I can't wait to find out. You know I can do that well. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> so, Stephanie, we weren't able to reach Stephanie. Um, I, I think we do have a second phone number for, I don't know, he's probably, have you tried both? Okay. Uh-oh. We're not able to reach her, apparently. Stephanie, call us. Stephanie, can you please give us a call? Reach out um, and say hello. That's right. You can call us at 734-763-3500. Um, but what were we going to talk about? What was that about? again? Seven six three thirty five hundred in the seven three four. Yeah. Um, but we can let <laughs> folks know what we're going to talk about with Stephanie. Yes, we can spend a few minutes talking about it. Um, it's the Lesbian and Gay Comedy Fest, and this is the tenth annual. Oh my gosh, has it been ten years? Yeah. I can't believe. It. I remember when they started this, and it was like wow. So, um, and they're doing sort of a like Vegas thing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. sort of the theme, um, and it's kind of fun and. 
you know, trying Oh, yeah. And lots um, of sponsors, too. And, yeah, lots of sponsors. Um, Absolute Vodka, Bud Light, Between the Lines, Metro Magazine, Our Detroit Magazine. Um, some really cool sponsors. Well, let me tell you when it is. What is it? Tell me. It no, is when, when, when. Oh, when it is. <laughs> it is March 11th, which is next Saturday evening. Ah. Holy moly. And there are two shows, which is kind of cool. So if you miss one or you're not an early evening kind of person... Or you want to go before the bar. Whatever your thing right. is, you can go two different times. You can either, excuse me, go at 6 p.m. or at 9.30. And it's going to be at Dearborn's Ford Community and Performing Arts Center, which is at 15801 Michigan Avenue at Greenfield. Um, and you can get tickets online. Mm-hmm. Yes, you um, certainly can. You can get them online uh, either um, at the comedyfest.org. Right. Um, or you can go to several different bookstores, including Ann Arbor's own Common Language Bookstore, and pick them up. Or Chosen Books or Just for Us, which are both out in the Royal Oak Ferndale area. Um, if you want to get more information just in general, you can go to ComedyFest.org. And there are special rates at the Courtyard by Marriott Hotel in Dearborn wow. for the Comedy Fest. So Dearborn's nice, too, if you've not been to Dearborn. You yeah, Dearborn is out. very nice. You could do a nice... Weekend of evening. It. Yes, that is that is the home of La Chiche, now open yes. in Ann Arbor. But you know, the home of oh, I see. Yes, yes, the, the original. Yes, the original La Chiche. Yes, um, so I was like the home. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Just kind of phased out for a little bit. So, what La do they do at the Comedy Fest? Have you? Well, there. I've never been. Ah. I'm ashamed to say. Oh, well, I'm going this time. Are, Are you? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We're gonna make it a guys' night out. I support that. Yes. I would be going, but. We're going to see some belly dancers that Ooh, night. Ooh, so okay. I can't go see comedians and belly dancers in the same night. Sometimes it is the same thing, but Sometimes anyway. Sometimes it yeah, is. Exactly. Sometimes it is. But I have a feeling you're going for a much more serious be- be- belly dancing. <laughs> yeah, for real belly dancing. That's right, exactly. <laughs> People who mean to be belly dancers. That's right, exactly. <laughs> um, but they're going to have five comedians from all over the country. Well... Three from California and two from other places. <laughs> you are so bad. <laughs> that's all over you the are country. so bad. That's all over the... California's pretty big. Yes. Um, well, New Mexico, Florida. So right, it's, you know, right. kind and of... Three different... And two different parts of California, at least. <laughs> all right. So the comedians are having Poppy Champlin, Ron V. I have to admit, I love that name. Poppy Champlin. Poppy. Yes. Poppy Champlin. Yes. Um, Dana Goldberg. Dewey Chaffee and Renee Hicks. Renee Hicks is probably the most famous of those. Um, yeah, she's been all over the TV, which explains why the royal flesh of comedy that she is she's an the ace. ace. Exactly, yes. exactly. Because um, that's what they're calling it—a royal flesh of comedy with five comedians. And of course, this is a project of the Triangle Foundation, which is why we're talking to Stephanie. Right, we've had on the show before. Um, I'm really sad that we weren't able to get Stephanie on the phone. Right, um, but. Well, you know. Well, that's maybe why we can maybe call Greg and find out. Like we could. And find out, like uh, Greg. Greg will know. That's right. Greg will be able to track Stephanie down. Greg will Greg know some everything. stuff. Exactly. He will know some stuff. He, but does he know it's his birthday? <gasps> that's right. We may even catch him. Maybe she is at Greg's uh, birthday. Birthday. Maybe. So. But. If Greg's having a birthday party, why weren't we invited? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to ask ourselves that question mm-hmm. before yeah. anything else. Maybe we shouldn't call him. Maybe he doesn't want us to call. Maybe ah, he's happy to be with us. Even more reason. That's <laughs> really, true. yeah. That might be more likely. That's very true. Isn't he in class right now? No, oh. seven. It starts at seven. Uh. He just can't get. He can't be get here from Detroit and then get to Ipsy back to Ipsy by seven. Oh. That makes sense. I think that's the case. It is in. Oh my gosh! His phone number is in my planner, which is in the car. Damn it! Goodness. I don't so. know his phone number either. I'm really sorry. Oh man! Well, happy birthday, Greg. Well, happy I, birthday, Greg. Well, I'm sure he's listening. Oh, of course he's listening. <laughs> If you're, ca- yeah, really. if you're listening, call us and tell us you're listening so we can sing to you. That's yeah. right. If I, we can find Stephanie. <laughs> right. So I just want to run down the 10th Annual Michigan Lesbian and Gay Comedy Fest um, will be Saturday, March 11th at the Detroit at Dearborn's Ford Community and Performing Arts Center, which is on Michigan Avenue at Greenfield. Um, and you can purchase tickets online at ComedyFest.org or by phone by calling Triangle 313 537 3323 or you can go to just for us chosen books or common language bookstore to pick up tickets as well um and dan i'm looking forward to a report yeah i want to hear all oh about how my it gosh. is after you go. i have a feeling i'm going, going to, to the after party 
No, I wasn't invited to the after party. Dang. We're having, actually, we're doing the after party at Gigi's. Uh, oh, yes, exactly. See, now I'm really sad see, that I can't. Yeah, know. see, well, what the situation is is that apparently a friend of mine just happened to mention it at work, and I invited myself. Um, her <laughs> and a guy, the, the uh, male couple was going to be going, and um, I said, "Oh, that's really great! Gosh, I could go too." And she just gave me this look like, oh. yeah, you could. Like, this or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I invited you. Right. And, uh, so I just basically, um, and, and she said, well, I was really inviting you, but it was just one of those, like, I, I just didn't realize you would be that enthusiastic. <laughs> and, uh, well, um, clearly she doesn't know you very well. No, exactly. Because you're enthusiastic about Everything. Everything. Exactly. And so that's the thing. And then she then she went on to say that, well, th- you would be really good because this male couple that we're going to be going with doesn't know. They just moved to the area. They don't know very many people. They've tried to get a hold of people. And um, and so she and so they were saying how they wanted to. Um, and so th- and so it'd be really good to be able to meet other uh, gay men um, right. in the area. And they said this. And I said, oh. Uh, well, I could do that. I could. I know a couple people that <laughs> could introduce some gay men. Exactly. Right? Well, we are fortunate. Um, we've got it worked out. Stephanie from Triangle. <gasps> what a surprise! Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me back again. Oh, not a Sorry problem. Sorry for the delay. Unfortunately, I've just gotten a new phone. It doesn't ring right. So. No. <laughs> Oops. See, we'll talk to Greg about that later. Yeah, that is kind of a problem to have a phone that doesn't ring. You know, it <laughs> yeah. kind of sort of defeats its, its purpose. defeats the purpose of the <laughs> right? phone. Yeah. 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 That's my issue with it. But anyhow, yeah. how are you guys? We're good. We're good. Excellent. And we're glad to have you with us. So we briefly ran over a little bit about what, um, you know that this is the 10th annual and we talked about who the comedians are but how well, they're all from all over the country all- <laughs> yes um, it, could you maybe give us a little rundown of what folks who attend the comedy fest might expect yeah absolutely well there's, first of all I, I'm sure you mentioned already there's two shows a 6 and a 9.30 right. and it's the biggest event of its kind in the country right now for a lesbian gay comedy fest so that's exciting so people can expect to have like a huge funny kind of thing basically and well good it's yeah. split up into two halves, so you go there, you'll see two performers, um, and the MC is always the, the extra person. And then there's um, an intermission where you can go out and uh, see the animals from the Dearborn Animal Shelter, all sorts Aww. of prizes and giveaways thrown into the audience, and then uh, yeah, the second half is always uh, better than the first. So. And when you say the first and second half, do you mean like there's a first and second half to 6 p.m.? Yes. And yes. then again at 9.30? Yep, that's so, correct. It's okay. an intermission, so for both shows, there's a break in between. You get to, you know, come in there, hear a couple of comedians, and then go out, have a drink. And, uh, and that's a good in. thing, because, you know, because then my stomach muscles can rest. Right. You know, exactly. and I can... All, all the laughing, yes. Exactly, exactly. So, it's a great time. Well, where might folks have seen some of these comedians before? Um... You know, there's been a few on Comedy Central, and also on uh, HBO, um... Uh, specials, but mainly uh, a couple of these people are like up and coming, so um, it's really, you know, Renee Hicks is is a veteran comedian, and um, Ron Vi is a newer guy. I mean, the guys, they're not booked unless they're hilarious, in in my opinion, you know what I mean? (laughs) Well, that's another good thing, yes, exactly. They're just like second rate, like anybody, comedians, these are Which explains why. And you really get what you're paid for. And if you think of it in in terms of five comedians, you're only paying five bucks per comedian, really. (laughs) So, it's a great show. And I think the fact that you're getting high quality comedians for this thing explains why Christy and I were not invited to do the show. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Not so high quality. Don't knock yourself down. Maybe you can prefer next year. There you go. There you go. Send me a press kit. We'll talk. Oh, oh, I was kidding. I was just joking with you. Your people talk to her people. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, we'll have our people call you. Meredith, write down her phone number. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write that down for you. I'm their booking agent. That's right. That's and right. I'm looking for a second job. That's right. So our 10th year is bigger and better than ever. We've got the Las Vegas theme this year. We just started theming the event last year with the country and western theme. and oh. um, it, it's, it's a great time. We've got better and bigger sponsors again this year. Detroit Hours, some sponsor Metro Magazine, um, Between the Lines, Bud Light, Absolute Vodka. I mean, you just can't go wrong. You know, it's a great, it's a great event. Yes, uh, definitely. Yeah. So wow. We hope that everybody will join us. Did you already discuss like where the tickets are can be purchased? Or? Oh, well, wouldn't hurt to go over that again. Well, you yeah, uh-huh. tell us all about it. Well, you can go on comedyfest.org, or you can go to Just for Us Bookstore in Ferndale, 
chosen books in Royal Oak or Common Language Bookstore right there in Ann Arbor. Now, what would happen if I, like, for instance, was in, um, like, lived in uh, Kalamazoo and wanted to come to this comedy fest? Mm-hmm. Is there other? Um, is there he's hinting. He's trying to get at the hotel accommodations, and he's not doing a very good job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a host hotel. It's all on the website. There, it's the Courtyard by Marriott on Mercury Drive in Dearborn. And if you mention the Comedy Fest, you'll get a special rate of sixty nine dollars. So um, great. We won't talk. About- <laughs> yeah, it's a great rate, sixty nine dollars. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not going to go there. Just. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Exactly. A funny number for a comedy event. That's yeah. right. That's terrific. Right, a funny number. So, if you so, want to make reservations at that hotel, you can call three one three two seven one fourteen hundred, and just correct. mention the comedy fest, right? And they'll give you that special rate. Absolutely. Okay. Right. Just so everybody knows, this is again a fully accessible event with you know ASL interpretation, and um, there's going to be a great huge after party at Backstreet. I mean, there's all sorts of great things going on other than the actual event. So you can make a whole night of it. And uh, we hope that wow. everyone will come out and enjoy themselves. Well, right on. So just uh, really quickly, if you want more information, you can go to ComedyFest.org um, yep. to check out the Royal Flush of Comedy, which is the Michigan Lesbian and Gay Comedy Fest. Stephanie, thank you so very much for well, joining thank us. Thank you so much for having us again. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Feel free to give somebody a pair of tickets away on us yes. if you guys want to do a ticket giveaway. Oh, that would be wonderful. We love to do that. Just uh, let me know. Yeah, we'll let you know their names so that their tickets can go on will call, um, okay. if that's okay. Well, because we can't give them away while you're on the phone because we, we got, need them course, to call. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, I'll send you an email with the folks' name and excellent. I Good hope luck that to whoever it is. All right. I hope that things go off without a hitch. Of course. Thank all right. You so much. You sure. Guys. Thanks, Stephanie. Good talking to you. Bye. 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 So we're going to take a break, right? Yep, exactly. And we're going to have um, Kate from EMU um, to talk exactly <laughs> um, to talk about some upcoming things that are happening at Eastern Michigan University from the with the LGBT Resource Center. Right on. This is Keith Orr from Common Language Bookstore and the Out Bar. You're listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN FM Ann Arbor, eighty-eight point three on your radio dial. And- um, and there's lots of other things that we're going to be discussing. <laughs> Yay! Exactly. So, um, and with the the grand that we have one, I love the fact that we have one phone, and we have to call our next guest. Right. We have to do a little interlude here. We do um, have a little interlude. So, if you're interested in winning those comedy fest tickets, yes, how are they going to do this? Why don't you remind people? Well, you get two tickets or one ticket? You get two tickets. tickets. Okay. You get a couple tickets. Um, and it can be for your choice, either the 6 o'clock or 9.30 show. Oh, nice. And it's next Saturday. And it's next Saturday. Not, not this, this one. Not right. the 4th, but the 11th. Yes, it's going to be on March um, 11th. And we'll put the tickets on hold at Will Call for you. What we will do to give away the tickets is you can either send us an email at wcbn.org. Dang, she's already at the computer. Okay. Or... <laughs> Where are they sending again? I'm sorry. Closets at wcbn.org. Ah, that's good because it goes to all of us. Okay, good. Yeah, that good. goes to all of us. Or you can call the station at 763-3500 after 645. But what if someone emails us before then? Well, you see, I haven't finished. Oh, okay. There's a caveat. There's a caveat. What you need to do in order to get these tickets is to tell us why you deserve to go. Oh! Why it is that you need the wow. laughter, yes. this comedy. And I, you're talking to someone whose bathroom is on its last leg. That's right. That's it better right. be good. That's right. <laughs> it better be good. Exactly. So send an email to closets at wcbn.org or... Make phone call after 645-763-3500 and tell us why you need this comedy. And you can go to the Michigan Lesbian and Gay Comedy Fest, a royal flush of comedy, for free. Wow. That's exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting. Man, that's great. It is. It is. It is. So, wow. Why why I need the comedy in my life. Why do you need the comedy? Yeah, why do you need comedy? Exactly. So speaking of comedy, in five words or less, <laughs> exactly. Kate Brindle used to do stand up. I don't know if she still does. Does she? What a yeah. great lead in! Oh my gosh, we'll have to ask her about that. See why? Why isn't she on the on the bill? Exactly. Yeah, I would you go know? to see her. Oh yeah, it's Michigan Comedy Fest. Shouldn't That's there right. be a Michigan someone from Michigan? Oh, well, they are from all across the country. They are from all across the country. <laughs> <laughs> So, 
So yes, exactly. I didn't know I she think, did comedy. Oh, we're gonna yeah. have to ask some of her old jokes. I yeah, I think so. She did. I think she did. No, I, I'm yeah, I'm confirming that you were right. Oh, in okay. Your, yes, she did. Wow. I, mean, she I think still. that she still. I mean, like two years ago, at least, maybe less. She wow. did it. Oh, so she has some shtick. She has yeah. a shtick. Wow. She has a shtick. Exactly. You know, they. I have a really good friend who's a comedian who travels all. She's from Philly. Okay. Not a represented community <gasps> in the all over the country Man. comedians, and I would really like to see them bring her here. Yes. For Michigan Comedy Fest, she's really funny. Yeah, it's good. And so, speaking of funny, <laughs> speaking of funny, Kate Brindle's on the phone from EMU and. The stand-up stage. That's right. <laughs> She's from both. Hello. Uh, hey, Kate, are you there? Hi. How Hi. are you doing? Great. Good. How are you? Good. Very good. Now, did you hear any of that pre- prelude to what we were talking about before we got you on the phone? I th- yeah, I heard Stephanie on the phone talking about the comedy fest. Yes, we did, okay. and we were, um, and then we found out, that, or at least I found out. <laughs> yeah, everybody else knew, but Nate didn't exactly. Know. <laughs> so I need this confirmed. So live on closets, we are going to confirm this rumor. Did you used to do comedy? Yes, that, uh, yes, confirmed. <laughs> wow. So what was your stick, or what was like? What did you uh, do, or are you still doing well, it? Well, I, well, I still do it. I just, um, honestly, I, I wish I could say that my comedy was smart and that I talked about political issues, but it's really not. <laughs> I do a lot of, um, that's a lot of observational humor about just everyday kind of things. See, and that's why she's so perfect for closets or for clothes. That's true. Exactly, because we're, we're not very witty either. So. <laughs> Oh, we're, yes, you are. Yes, we're, you we're are. kind of base. Uh, th- there you go. Exactly. So, wow. Make jokes out of ball cocks. And uh, th- that's right. <laughs> exactly. And that was just today's And that show. went right down the toilet when we told that one. Oh, Dan. Oh, I'm sorry. Dan. Okay, Kate, what's going on at EMU? Um, there's, um, well, let's talk about the Beyond Gender workshop. Yeah, that's um, that's one of the events. It's um, March is Women's History Month at EMU, and so one of the events we're sponsoring it's gonna um, it's a panel discussion called Beyond Gender: Exploring Roles and Stereotypes in the Lesbian, Bisexual, and Gender Community, and that's going to be taking place on Tuesday, March 14th at 7 p.m. in the King Hall Multicultural Lounge, and it's basically an interactive panel where we're going to talk about gender roles and gender stereotypes. Wow. Now, it's specifically toward one gender or the other, or, or, or just all of them inclusive? Well, we, I mean, we want to be inclusive of, you know, multiple sexual orientations and gender identities and expression. So there will be multiple identities represented Great. in the panel and in discussion. Great. And so is it going to start off with, like, the panel and they kind of talk about their experiences or...? Mm-hmm, exactly, and then we're hopefully open it up and um, you know do a question and answer, and then move it to more of a discussion format. Great, and do we have people for the panels, or we do have people from the panels? Oh, um, great! They are a combination of uh, faculty and staff and student students at Eastern. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, great, and yeah, that's we're on really Mar- looking to it. And that's on March fourteenth. That's on March 14th at 7 o'clock in King Hall Multicultural Lounge. And there's, there's going to be a lot of events going on for women's history. And um, if you just go to our regular homepage, which is emish.edu, you can look up a schedule. And we've, we've got a lot of things going on. So it should be a really exciting month. Oh, wow. Great. And um, w- there's also a LGBT discussion group that I'm kind of excited that's going to be um, happening uh, with The Matrix. Right. The, the Matrix. Yeah, um, this is our, our third discussion. We've had two before. One was on social justice, and then we just did the one on religion, faith, and activism. And this one we're calling The Matrix, and it's going to be all about sexism, homophobia, and transphobia, how they're interlinked, the intersections between them, and how we can combat you know, multiple oppressions. And that's going to be on Tuesday, March 21st at noon, in King, again, in the King Hall Multicultural Lounge. So we're asking that people to bring their lunch. That one's not going to be very formal. It's just, you know, we're just going to sit in a circle and talk about issues. And, uh, you know, so kind of a, a lunch discussion series. Oh, okay. So kind of like a brown bag lunch type thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. exactly. Oh, wow. And, and so just kind of bring your, your ideas and thoughts and kind of share them with the group. 
Right, right. We've we've tried a couple of different formats. You know, we've had um, invited guests, we've had panelists, and and usually what what works best for us is or, or when the discussion we think you know gets the most productive is when pe- we kind of open it up and people can just bring to the table what they feel passionate about and what they think is relevant. So that's what we're oh, going to do with this one. Great! Wow. Okay. And, and that's open to everyone. Both those events are open to everyone: community members, students, faculty, staff, everybody. Oh wow! And, and is it another like? Discussion series going to be or part of the discussion series is going to be happening in April as well. That's right. That one. Let me see if I can. That one's going to be called "Building an Anti-Racist Social Movement." That one's also going to be on a Tuesday, April eighteenth at five thirty in McKinney Union Main Lounge. And so we're trying to vary the times to accommodate different people's schedules. So that one will be back to the evening time. Oh, great. And then there's the one thing that I'm looking forward to that I just started a couple, a few years ago, I think it was, the Stonewall Scholarship Reception. Right. That is, um, and we're actually really excited because Greg Varnum is one of the uh, recipients. Our own Greg Varnum, yes, exactly. Right. The birthday boy right. himself. Right. This, is, this is his second time getting it, too. So, oh, I didn't um, know you, it was a repeat. Yeah, he's got. Well, I didn't know he could either, but apparently he can. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, maybe no, just but, Greg I mean, can. Such, uh, Greg has done is really incredible. Right? Exactly. Maybe they made an exception for him. So um, he's getting it, and then another person um, named Daniela Lee Garcia, who's the president of the Stonewall Democrats at Eastern, and also president of Student for Choice. So they're going to be honored, and that is Thursday, March sixteenth, at four p.m. at the University House. And um, if you want to go to that, you have to respond, um, RSVP to Kate McHuron by March 8th. And can I give you an email address? Yes, well, certainly. Please do. Okay, it's kmehuron at emish.edu. So it's k-m-e-h-u-r-o-n at emish.edu. And then, um, if you want more information about the scholarship, how to apply for it, because the deadline um, for students at Eastern to apply for it is... Uh, April 14th. So you can go to emish.edu slash stonewall. So are these folks that are, so how did these two folks get it if they're, the deadline hasn't passed, hasn't passed yet? They, they got it last year. So then they do the reception um, the year after. So they got it in 2005 and then they're honored the year after. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. So they got yeah, it last so year. That are, go ahead. They got it last year, and then the people that get it this year, um, we'll, we'll get it for 2006, 2007. Gotcha. Okay. And they kind of talk about how wonderful it was, how the opportunity of this scholarship meant to them, and um, how many right. hours and, they and didn't the have to work. Go ahead. That's right. And the president's there, and, you know, we just honor them, and, you know, it's, it's nice to, to, to celebrate and come over to the president's house, too. Well, right, you get to see the big, the, the, the new house and kind of take a look, see what, what it looks like inside there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's very nice. It's very nice. Yes. Um, and um, so I, the president at Eastern Michigan University is, a, is supportive of the community, that, of the LGBT community. He's very supportive. Um, he's come to several of our events. He was at, we had um, an LGBT advisory board retreat that he was at. Um, you know, he's, he's very supportive. He's going to be speaking at the Lavender graduation, which is our LGBT and ally graduation celebration at the end of the year. Well, end of April, end of school year. Right. Um, so he, he's very supportive. We're very lucky to have him. Oh, wow. That's great. And, and hopefully. So, yeah, and he lets us come over to his house. So. That's right. He's like, exactly. Exactly. Let's us in his house. That's right. Right. Yeah. Oh man. So yes. And um, now, is the reception um, something where it, it, there's? And I know we can't mention fees on the on the uh, air, but is there a, like a cost to go in or an admissions fee? There's not. Um, okay. Anybody can go oh, if you just um, respond to Kate here on. Um, there's also a way, though, if people want to donate, and I won't say fees, but donate to uh-huh. the Stonewall Scholarship. It's an endowed scholarship. And again, you can just go to that website, which is um, emich.edu slash Stonewall. And I think it's really something important for us to also support. I mean, I know we just went through our fundraiser here at WCBN, um, but it is something that um, it, it's, it's important because a lot of students, as they're going to school, are going through a lot of transitions, either okay. coming out as bisexual or, or gay or lesbian or, or transgender. 
um, and and trying to figure out where they're at. And sometimes they don't. The, the scholarship isn't really important to some folks, and that if they don't have the support from their families, that at least this helps them to keep going while mm-hmm. um, they're in school. And I think so this is a great way to support students that not necessarily are high school students or grade school students and stuff, but but folks that are trying to um, get an education, make something of themselves, and then also um, contribute to the community. And I think exactly. And I think also our student leaders, you know, a lot of them are going to school full-time, working part-time or full-time, you know, and, and running these student organizations and, and being activists. And I think that this, you know, every little bit helps, you know, yes. so I think that this the scholarship definitely helps. So. Well, and I think definitely if you don't have to deal with the finance part, kind of thing, if you know that, that your schooling at least is taken care of, mm-hmm. you know, or that this just basically pays for food. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I've, I've seen some scholarships at, at Eastern where, you know, the, <laughs> the person got the scholarship because they couldn't even pay for food at the moment. So um, it's right. definitely important to contribute to the Stonewall uh, scholarship um, here. At, at, right. it, now, it's at Eastern Michigan University is the scholarship, right? Or is this a community? Right. You have to be in you have to be an Eastern student. Um, they give out two scholarships, one for an undergraduate student and one for a grad student. Fantastic. And I bet that's how Greg got it twice. That's right. Oh. See, I've been trying to that's figure it out it the whole time I've been sitting here. Yeah, I wonder why you were so quiet and you look like you were thinking real hard there, Christy. So, Well, Kate, thank you so much for uh, letting us know what's going on at Eastern Michigan University. Well, thank you very much for having me on the show. And also, we want to know, like, any future dates where you're going to be doing some shtick on stage. Yeah, shtick we'll come stage. see your comedy. That's right. We'll support you. Yeah, we okay, I'll that. start plugging that, too. Sure. <laughs> Good, terrific. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Thank you so much, Kate, for coming on every month with us. All right, yeah, thank you very much. All right, have All a right. good night. We'll see you in a month. Hi, thanks. Great. And um, I think we, uh, and Marina has been like with a flurry of papers and uh, um, over here. I'm making origami. That's what it is. Exactly. So we'll, we'll find out what the what the origami is telling Meredith as she's meditating doing this paper folding. Right. We'll be right back. So we're gonna we're gonna let Dan hijack the news. No, for a minute. exactly. He needs assistance he about the more feather bowling. Right. Exactly, the feather, feather bowling. Exactly, and you know, no, I'm desperate to know what it is. Yeah, what the so, heck is feather bowling? Well, I man? don't know. I'm gonna have to tell you that next Wednesday. That part I'm gonna have to tell you next. Oh, I think it's just man. basically where they they the bumper bowling or something and. Oh. Unless they have a bunch of pillows love, on the end, I don't know. I, know. I have no <laughs> you idea. Throw pillows down though. Exactly, but um, and you know, and also, if you have not emailed us regarding um the comedy fest tickets or given um Alex a phone call, our wonderful engineer, um uh, about why is it that you want to, uh, why you need comedy in your life, um to please why why what do is you that need website comedy? Look dirty? It it does look <laughs> dirty, but I will tell you. That it's a game explaining what feather bowling is. Oh, but if you need the comedy, the comedy fest tickets, um, you can call Alex at 734-763-3500 in the next 15 minutes. Um, or, or you, you can, can email us. Or you can send us an email to closets at wcbn.org and we'll get the, the, we'll put those tickets on hold. But you have to tell us why you deserve the comedy. That's right. Why you need the comedy. That's right. Exactly. And the best answer as judged by us. And that's we're right. not entirely impartial. I was going to say, that's right, that's right. we're not impartial judges. That's right. That's right. So it better be good. That's right. It better right. be good. Yes. And I will. All, comedy is encouraged in your answer. Oh, oh, totally. Yes, there you go. So, feather bowling. Feather bowling. So, this is the my nephew's decided he's going to do this. Well, the thing is, is that he, um, and hopefully he's not listening at the moment, um, he has been wanting to do a, um, he, he, every year, what his wish for his birthday is, is to have a surprise party. Well, 
how could you have a surprise party okay. if, you know, <laughs> you know uh, if you know that that's what you're going to get and things like this? Well, this is the first year I think he's just given up and he's decided that, no, I'm not going to. So I guess I'm never going to get the surprise party. So he's decided not to use it or he's using reverse psychology. Uh. So um, so my um, sister and mother-in-law sent out this message like, hey, we're having a surprise party um, uh, for him. And if you want to go, please respond. Well, like 20 of us responded and said, well, of course we're going to be there. Well, um, so they split us into various various groups. There's um, the women's team, which is named the girls. Um, there is the birthday Clever. exactly the birthday boy team, with it, which is basically him and all his friends. Um, there is the Olympic team, which is all the grandparents and elderly folks that are going to be there. And then there is, um, and then there's going to be the group that I am in. All his uh, poker playing, not my nephew, but my uh, brother-in-law's friends. Um, uh, Fascinating, Dad. I wouldn't have lumped you into that group. I would not have either. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna might put you in the girls. Uh, right. Yeah, hello. I would have put you too. Exactly. Either that or with the birthday boys. Just right. Exactly. Because you like, love birthdays. Oh, right? I'm immature. Well, the right, two. Exactly. Right. So I need to act my age. So anyway, um, and um, so I'm with, and the name of our group is the Gamblers. So I first thought of like instantly Kenny Rogers, yeah. Dave, oh, yeah. you know, and I thought we could all wear cowboy hats, and then my little secret would be like Brokeback Mountain, you know, kind of thing, you know. <laughs> right. But that didn't quite go over real well. I thought, okay, so then I thought, okay, what can I do with these like straight men? Like, what what would be a good theme, you know? <laughs> what can I do with these straight, straight men? men? Exactly. Well, Dad, <laughs> that's probably not for your nephew's birthday. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's exactly it. I thought I was maybe going as Bay West, but I didn't think I could, you know, do the heels and do the feather bowling kind of thing. So. I was like, what else am I going to do? So I'm kind of stuck here. You have to do something? Well, no. I just want to kind of like... You want to enliven yes, the, the because, gamblers. You know, the straight guys are just not going to... They're just not going to... They're just going to be like, yeah, whatever. kind of thing. They're going to probably have beer, you know, and just be like, all right, you know. And I'm just like, no, no, no. We got to do something that kind of signifies that we are a team. So, and one of the ideas... You're going to go over real well with the... Oh, I know. Exactly. (laughs) What is your idea? Well, so I thought, you know how dealers have these, like, visors? Uh I thought I could buy, like, a bunch of, like, five... There's five of us on the team. Five visors kind of thing. And and then maybe those, like, garter belts that you put on your Uh um, forearm or whatever. Not the forearm, but the uh, biceps. vests. Oh, but the vest might be a little expensive because I don't know their sizes. But um, <laughs> you know, so. Um, but you can so, totally yeah. get those things at a at fantasy attic. I know you can. That's what I was thinking. So I thought you know because I don't want to go too expensive or too elaborate. Like you know, yeah, you can do that fifty for sixty dollars. But you know, but I was thinking you know what would be like a good gambler's outfit that you get straight guys to wear. And you could get, and you could also get everybody sunglasses. string ties. Yeah, string ties. Ooh, and sunglasses. Sunglasses. Why sunglasses? Because haven't you, you watched, watched poker? The, like the World Series of Poker oh, on TV? And then yes. Like, oh, sunglasses, sunglasses like upside down. Or yes. Something crazy. Exactly. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'll have to tell them. I'll have to email them and tell them. Oh, you got to bring sunglasses. But um, so I think that then the string ties mean like the kind of a western uh-huh. type thing. Oh. And then you can have your little Brokeback Mountain Yeah, that's thing. right. That'll be my little touch. <laughs> That'll yes. be your little, little oh. touch. Speaking of Brokeback Mountain, by the way, the Oscars are on on Sunday, and we've not the talked about The gay Super Bowl. The gay yep. Super Bowl is happening. Hello. Dang. Would you like to talk about the gay Super Bowl? We can. Yeah, what yeah, about the Super Bowl? the gay Super Bowl. You got some news? No. I just oh. met oh. you had things to talk oh. about. Oh, no. We need oh, to talk no. about the news. That's right. What's going on? What is going on? Well, By the way, this is what feather bowling is. Here's the website. You can go to kajucafe.com. C-A-D-I-E-U-X-C-A-F-E.com. It's the only place in the United States where you can feather bowl. Oh, my goodness. The only place. Wow. And it seems You're as though innovative. feather bowling is like bocce ball, but you aim at a feather. Are you serious? I swear. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Wow. So what's going on in the world today? Well, there are lots of different things going on, but um, on the top of the news item um, is locally there was an event held to talk about the upcoming ballot initiative around affirmative action and the effort that um, some people within our community feel needs to happen in order to keep that from happening. And for people who don't know... um, Voters will find a proposal on their ballot that would amend the Michigan Constitution to ban public institutions from using affirmative action and other equal opportunity programs that, quote, give preferential treatment to groups or individuals based on their race, gender, color, ethnicity, or national origin. 
How about their legacy? How about legacy? <laughs> we put legacy in there. <laughs> yes. I, I yeah. think this gonna, is the most if offensive. You're gonna, if you're going to ban affirmative action, mm. do it all the way across. And mm. legacy is the hugest mm-hmm. contributor to affirmative action. Yes. Supporters yes. of the initiative argue that the amendment will eliminate, quote, state-sanctioned discrimination created by programs like affirmative action that violate the principle <laughs> of equal treatment under the law. But opponents say the measure will roll back programs that have given women and minorities their first crack at overcoming the effects of generations of discrimination in employment and education and would make a mockery of our country's claim of offering a fair shake to all citizens. Attendees at this forum um, spoke about the need to encourage gay white men to join the battle to retain laws protecting their lesbian and minority brothers and sisters. Um, Some of the, the featured speakers included Jeff Montgomery, um, the executive director from Triangle Foundation, who's working to get other LGBT organizations on board and supporting or opposing this particular ballot initiative. Um, Jackie Washington from the Wayne State Board of Governors. Kelly Badone, the initiative, um, the ACLU of Michigan's field organizer. Um, and George Westerman, a board member of Affirmation's Lesbian and Gay Community Center. Um, and Mr. Washington said the affirmative action and equal opportunity programs threatened by initiatives are still vitally needed. Without them, women's career horizons and paychecks would shrink to levels experienced before protective legislation passed in the early 70s. But they also wanted to remind people that the initiatives go beyond just colleges, that um, it could have an impact on um, elementary and high school science and math programs targeted at women and minorities, gender-based public health initiatives like breast cancer screening programs and women's shelters could also be endangered by the um, proposed constitutional amendment. And several of the speakers wanted to, again, encourage... And even, like, for instance, like, women and athletes. Right. I mean, this is All of that would be... Right. Anything that was targeted towards overcoming any sort of gap, gender gap, gap because of ethnicity, race, really any of those things would be, basically mm. you'd have to be mm. eliminated from the program or you would lose funding. See, I don't understand. See, this is the part that I just, and I guess the thing is I do, I guess I do understand. It's that before I started doing my own work around my own um, privilege, my own um, uh, rights that I, the born rights that I've had, that until I started really realizing what my rights were like, what, what, what I've been born with, and then I just go through life not even understanding that this is an issue, mm-hmm. that... Um, that I can see why they, that people might be offended by this, right. by affirmative action. But, but once you see the other side of how much privilege you have, how mm-hmm. much, um, how much I, I do go through life, um, very, I guess, being succeeding in life as well as I have been because of my skin color, because I am male, because I, um, uh, because of, of my legacy, I guess is a good way to say it, is, you know, it, th- this is very offensive to me, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess, mm-hmm. um, oh, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm perplexed by how people are thinking, how could they think this, but at the same time. Well, I mean, what's happening is the folks that are proponents of this measure are, they're, they're being forced to question their privilege and it makes them uncomfortable. Right. So they are fighting back. Yes. They're pushing because back against it's it. It's scary to do. It's, it's scary to very think about scary to do. And but instead of just like sitting with that, and they're like, "Well, we can't have it that way." Mm-hmm. They want to fight against it and make it different. Um, you know, they. I really, I get, I get uncomfortable when I hear folks use the term discrimination. It's like using, you know, when a white person says I'm being discriminated against because of my white skin, it's sort of like the term feminazi. It's like taking this evil, evil thing and saying someone that's fighting for their rights is acting like this evil, evil thing. You know, like, no, that's not, you're not experiencing discrimination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not what it is. Mm -hmm. And when you experience discrimination... If you ever have cause to experience it, you'll know the difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. You'll know the difference. So, yes. Anyway. Um, and I wanted to get to another piece of information that someone sent to me today about the Health and Human Services has um, began censoring and changing some of the information on some of their web pages. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
so, this is so aggravating okay. to me. Um, and one of the things is that the Department of Health and Human Services um, took down information for the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people. Um, the website by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration was taken down in gen- January, 11 days after the Family Research Council launched an attack on the site through its Washington update. For years, um, the website has served as a resource for LGBT Americans for information on topics such as substance abuse, youth suicide, ethnic and cultural diversity, social support, violence prevention, and homophobia. Um, and since hearing the, of the actions of the HHS, Congresswoman Tammy Baldwin has sent a letter to Michael Levitt, the Secretary of the Health and Human Services, and began circulating a letter for her colleagues in the House to oppose the website's removal. And this is not the first time that the Health and Human Services Department has had either inaccurate or uninformed information or removed information that has been scientifically proven to be true from their website because it didn't go along with more radical, right, religious beliefs about sexuality. And I feel that I am I, I, I do this on purpose, Meredith, because you brought this up three minutes left in the show, and you know how heated I am about this this whole topic, <laughs> and I only have three minutes to vent. I just think this is this the, I mean, there's especially with youth. This is where they go. They they yeah. go to the websites. Absolutely. They go onto the internet, and they and what a better source than our own health and human services, the government kind of thing, who mm-hmm. has all these studies, who has all this information, and I, and they're taking some. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I just want to treat you what the their what the family research council's um alert said basically it says it's sponsored a taxpayer funded website that prominently features classic symbols of the pro-homosexual activist movement inverted triangles in rainbow colors with the word pride above